H-Words Sports Podcast. We are back for another Picks and the Fix episode. We are here today with Mr. Eden of the Kirkwood Call. We're here to predict and give you a slight preview of Super Bowl 55 between the Bucks and the Chiefs. We got Brady, the goat, versus possibly the baby goat, Patty Mahomes. Let's get into this game. So, Chapel, let's give them a rundown of what we're going to talk about today. So, well, first off, the point spread for this game is pretty tight. Tampa's is plus three and a half, and then Kansas City is the favorite at minus three and a half, which, I mean, isn't surprised. It's a tight favorite, but um, – and it's the first Super Bowl that will be actually hosted by a team that's in it. It's in Tampa, and obviously Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're going to be the home side – um, which is pretty interesting. I mean, I guess I'll start with um, Eden. What what do you think could happen? I guess um, who do you think is going to win it first off? But like, what do you think there could be some factors coming into the game that could affect both teams? Yeah, well, thanks for inviting me today. Good to be here. Um, you mentioned home field advantage. The news yesterday, did you hear? The NFL is not going to let Tampa Bay fire their cannons like they normally do after great plays. So they yeah. won't create as much as a neutral. Yeah, it's really, I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah I, th- I really thought that was interesting. They're going to try to. And the other part about the home field, there will be more cardboard cutouts than actually real people in the stands on Sunday. Yeah, I find that kind of annoying. It's like if you see what the Chiefs did during the AFC Championship game, like it seemed sort of packed. Like it was pretty jam packed for at least for COVID like distancing reasons. But like, ooh, right, right, a little, a little annoying, honestly. Yeah, so so I don't know how much home field's gonna gonna play effect. I mean, I'm sure the comfort comfortableness of the field, the facilities, the locker room, all of that may provide a kind of a coziness, but. As far as atmosphere, I, I just don't know if Tampa Bay is going to have an edge there. Yeah. I feel like even if this game was in normal circumstances, I like the Kansas City fans usually travel pretty well. So I feel like it wouldn't be like, obviously, I don't think it'd be the majority of fans that would be Chiefs fans, but it'd be like a 60-40 percentage probably of like, you know, it'd probably be like 40%. And a, and, a typical, and a typical point spread game, they always give the home team three points. So with a three and a half with the hook, are they really just saying that, you know, Kansas City's a uh, half point favorite? Is this almost like a pick em on a neutral field? So it, it is a tight one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very tight Super Bowl. I mean, there have been Super Bowls that I remember where there's usually a clear favorite to win it usually and this one is like kind of and then this one's kind of odd because it's I it's kind of I could kind of feel like either team could really win it I mean there's been some years where it's I think one I remember was Panthers and Broncos I think the Panthers were the favorites I think in a lot of people's mind and they just didn't really show up I mean I yeah, eh, have a bad example I don't know got shut down by that Denver defense no yeah I think more people just favored the offense over the defense going into that game I think and then that was that's the same thing that happened to the Broncos I think when they played the Seahawks was when people were talking about the Broncos offense more but I mean I guess well there's some injuries that are going on I mean the Chiefs I know 
one big injury that they have is Eric Fisher, who's their tackle. He's one of yeah. their tackles, and he is like a big part of defending the run and giving Mahomes more time. I mean, do either do you think that's going to affect the game at all? Yeah, I mean, it, left tackle is probably the most important part of the line. That's protecting his blind side. Uh, lucky for Kansas City, Mahomes can run. He's elusive yeah. in the pocket, so might not affect him as much as it might affect the Tom Brady who's a statue back there. Um, so I, I actually think the the Tampa Bay O-line is the key to the game. If, uh, if Kansas City D-line can get pressure on Brady and make him throw a little earlier, I think Kansas City wins it pretty handily. Uh, the, the Saints kind of had that blueprint the first two times they played him and beat him pretty easily because they put pressure on Brady and made him – you know, get uncomfortable, and he took some sacks. Yeah. Uh, but the time they didn't, he was able to buy another second and hit, you know, a talented group of receivers down the field. Yeah. Yeah. A huge part of their offense, and they just have to try to get the Bucks as a whole to run the ball with Leonard Fournette, and eventually yeah. they would do that with him and Ronald Jones. But Jones, who knows how – I think it's a quad injury. Quad yeah. injury? Yeah. Who yeah. how healthy he is going to be in that game. And so you kind of have to rely on Leonard Fournette. And Brady likes to have that little pass catching running back just in, in his back pocket. Let's let's put it at that. Like if he doesn't have um, an open receiver, let's just dump it off to, like, let's say back in New England, he had the guy like James White. He could have done yeah. that pretty easily. Like, Take that one Super Bowl, for example. James White had like seven receptions and could have won Super Bowl MVP, but they didn't give it to him. So, and, yeah. And you know what? That that typically is what happens in games like this. You know, everybody focuses on you know Brady and Mahomes, and yeah. those guys are probably going to do their job. It's usually some secondary player that yeah, uh, really, really comes, yeah, comes out of nowhere and really sparks the team or is the key to the game. And uh, you mentioned a Tampa Bay running back or running back from Kansas City, they really don't have a defined backfield either. They, yeah. They've been rotating Edward Tolaire, Williams, and Bell. Edward Tolaire was kind of – because he was injured, and then he was kind of limited. He only had like seven carries for like six, not many yards. It's been like Williams and him, kind of a mix. But if Edward Tolaire is healthy or almost 200% going into the Super Bowl, he's definitely going to get more touches. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I mean, With that being said, I honestly want to get into, I guess, X factors. Like, who do you guys think can could be like big time X factors in the games, like for both sides, whether it's defense or offense? For uh, for Kansas City, I mean, he's already a superstar, but Tyreek Hill, in their first matchup earlier in the year, yeah. he had over 200 yards receiving in the first half. Yeah, against yeah. Tampa Bay, I killed one of my fantasy games. <laughs> if if he can even come in half of that, he he's definitely going to make a significant impact on the game. And I just don't know how you stop his speed yeah. or focus on him when you have so many other weapons that Kansas City has. So he he'd be my X factor for Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. And it just comes down to if Tampa's secondary can hold him together and McCall Hardman or Watkins, like they just have so many weapons and all of the Chiefs receivers are very consistent. You kind of have to just pick your poison, really. Is Watkins playing? Because I think he was questionable. 
if he if he isn't then it's a calf injury i think yeah last i heard he was trending toward being able to play yeah if not they stick in byron pringle and probably don't lose too much but or demarcus robinson they just they just have lots of they have lots of options as well right and you got kelsey who's mr reliable as always yeah they they usually just send three deep and one across the middle and yep. uh, they take their chances with yeah. yeah. I mean, an X factor I could see for the Bucks would probably just be the receiving. I, I mean, the first thing I think of is their receiving core that they have with Godwin, Evans. And then I think, I mean, AB really hasn't done, I mean, he's a good receiver, but he hasn't done a ton so far. But like, um, and then Fournette has really – I've been impressed with him how he's, like, kind of stepped up into that role. I think he's definitely a part of that because, like, since Ronald Jones kind of got injured, he's kind of taken over. And, I, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens next year with their running back situation because I don't know if this will make it – he wasn't really solidified as the starter. And then now I think this could create – it's going to be a competition. But, yeah, yeah. I think he, he could be – I just I have a gut feeling he could be an X like he could be a big X factor for them in this game if he does very well. But I definitely agree with Tyreek Hill as an X factor because yeah, obviously the first time they played he did very well. Yeah. Think, Go ahead. Okay, so I think a strong defensive. I'll, I guess I'll get into some defensive X factors for Kansas City. I would probably go with Tyron Matthew. Yeah. Uh, Maybe Juan Thornhill as well. And I mean, you can't, it's going to be hard to contain Tyron Matthew as a whole. Like the dude's always finding ways to get involved in the game, whether it's a pass breakup or just great solid coverage or an interception or big hit tackle. Like he, he can, he can really do everything in every way. So I think the presence of Tyron Matthew will always be there in that game. And that can definitely cause some problems for Tampa's offense and that stacked receiving core. Yeah. One of the X factors I see with Tampa Bay is their head coach, Bruce Arians. Yeah. Because attacking Kansas City's weakness on defense is the run game. So will Bruce Arians let his ego go? He likes to chuck it 50 times a game. But is he going to let his ego to, you know, go to the side and say, if I want to keep Kansas City off the field, I have a dominant halfback with Fournette. Can we run the ball, control the clock, or am I going to be just as smart as Andy Reid and let Tom Brady have a track meet? And I think if that's the case, he'll lose that track meet. Yeah. They did that with Al. And I, when I watched the Bills game, it felt like they pressured Allen a lot. Like their, def- their defense is really like opportunistic. Like they yeah. go, if they have a big, they, use, they, they make the big plays a lot of the time. Yeah. I, I just feel like they, they applied a lot of pressure on Allen and that like affected, like they were blitzing a lot. I, and I imagine they're probably going to do that with Brady, especially since old, he's not uh, noble. That's the old Rams and Giants coach, Steve Spagnola, who's dialing up all those blitzes on him. So he's, he's definitely a risk taker. Yeah. I mean, I guess getting into it, who do we think is going to win the game? I'll start with you. Um, I'll start with you, Eden. Who do you think? Who's going to win this game? I got uh, Kansas City 34, Tampa Bay 27. So Kansas City wins and covers. Covers the spread. 
Uh, yeah, Joiner, who do you think they cover the spread? I think they do. It's it just comes down to which defense, I guess, definitely breaks first and which team can utilize the run game to its advantage. Because both defenses, I think, have sec have solid secondaries, but they definitely have their weak spots and both offenses are very boom or bust, like deep, deep throwing offenses. And they have capable running backs to do so. So if it does come down to just killing clock and keeping the other offense on the off the field I, I think this the game could end up being low scoring but I doubt it no I don't think it'll be so I, yeah it'll be I, I, I kind of agree with Eden's score prediction that's kind of what I would have said as well so yeah I do think it covers the spread and I think the Chiefs are gonna win yeah uh I think I I think the Chiefs will win and I and I'm actually was gonna say 34 I think it'll be 34 20 but the thing is, though, the thing is, I'm not, like, saying there's no chance. Because, like, I, I'm not going to lie. Going into the NFC championship, I was championship. I was just, like, there's – I thought for sure the Packers were going to win. Like, I'm, like, there's no way they lose. They're at home. They're playing yeah. the Bucks. But Brady has been – like, Brady's been the underdog so many times in Super Bowls before. Like, the matchups going in um being down by a lot of points when no one thought he could come back <laughs> yeah but also like against the rams the greatest show on turf like yeah. the patriots were the underdogs in that game and they were the i'm pretty sure they were the betting underdogs versus the seahawks and they won all three of those so like just don't count brady out like even though i think the chiefs will win the game i'm not completely writing him off like if he does it he does it you can't bet really against the GOAT aspect comes into play because even though Mahomes is younger and looks to have potential to be right up there with Brady as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, maybe the greatest of all time, Brady's got gas left in the tank to put on another stunning show and yeah. just why he sits on the throne. Yeah, the, the, best, the best subtle brag was yesterday on – on pre-Super Bowl interviews when Brady said on his Zoom call, yeah, this experience is different than my other nine times I was at the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would never count him out, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they won, but uh, I have to favor the Chiefs here. Yeah. Too explosive. Yeah. Both offenses are explosive. It's just, I think, are more all-around just set. Yeah. And I definitely yeah. the edge to Andy Reid over Bruce Arians. Yep. You can't give Reid too much time. And Reid Reed has made it his mission to just prepare for these kinds of games. Whenever he gets the time off, he, he gets in the film room and just gets yeah. cracking. And it, it definitely yeah. pays dividends. And that's why Reid's one of the best coaches in the NFL, maybe the best. Yeah. But yeah. Um, that's the end of the Super Bowl predictions episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, listen to our other episodes we've done before too with Tom and Lewis. Yeah. And um, yeah, thanks for listening to the pick, picks in the fix segment on the H squared um, sports podcast. We'll see you guys.